Chapter Four of the Bee Master of Warrilow by Tickner Edwards. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chloe among the bees. The bee mistress looked at my card, then put its owner under a like careful scrutiny. In the shady garden where we stood, the sunlight fell in quivering golden splashes round our feet. High overhead, in the purple elm blossom, the bees and the glad March wind made rival music. Higher still, a ripple of lark song hung in the blue, and a score of rooks were sailing by, filling the morning with their rich, deep clamour of unrest. The bee mistress drew off her string proof gloves in thoughtful deliberation. If I show you the bee farm, said she, eyeing me somewhat doubtfully, and let you see what women have done and are doing in an ideal feminine industry, will you promise to write of us with seriousness? I mean, will you undertake to deal with the matter for what it is, a plain business enterprise by business people, and not treat it flippantly, just because no masculine creature has had a hand in it? This is an attempt, she went on, the needful assurances having been given, an attempt and, we believe, a real solution to a very real difficulty. There are thousands of educated women in the towns who have to earn their own bread, and they do it usually by trying to compete with men in walks of life for which they are wholly unsuited now why do they not come out into the pure air and quiet of the countryside and take up any one of several pursuits open there to a refined well-bred woman everywhere the labourers are forsaking the land and crowding into the cities that is a farmer's problem with which of course women have nothing to do the rough heavy work in the cornfields must always be done either by men or machinery but there are certain employments even in the country that women can invariably undertake better than men and beekeeping is one of them the work is light it needs just that delicacy and deftness of touch that only a woman can bring to it it is profitable above all there is nothing about it from first to last of an objectionable character demanding masculine interference in poultry farming good as it is for women there must always be a stony-hearted man about the place to do unnameable necessary things in a fluffy backshed but beekeeping is clean clever humanizing open-air work essentially women's work all through she had led the way through the scented old-fashioned garden towards a gate in the farther wall talking as she went now she paused with her hand on the latch this she said we call the transition gate it divides our work from our play on this side of it we have the tennis court and the croquet and other games that women love young or old but it is all serious business on the other side 
and now you shall see our latter-day eden with its one unimportant omission as the door swung back to her touch the murmur that was upon the air grew suddenly in force and volume looking through i saw an old orchard spacious sun-riddled carpeted with green and stretching away under the ancient apple boughs long neat rows of hives a hundred or more all alive with bees winnowing the march sunshine with their myriad wings here and there in the shade dappled pleasance figures were moving about busily at work among the hives figures of women clad in trim holland blouses and wearing bee veils through which only a dim guess at the face beneath could be hazarded laughter and talk went to and fro in the sun-steeped quiet of the place and one of the fair bee-gardeners near at hand young and pretty i could have sworn although her blue gauze veil disclosed provokingly little was singing to herself as she stooped over an open hive and lifted the crowded brood frames one by one up into the light of day the great work of the year is just beginning with us explained the bee mistress in these first warm days of spring every hive must be opened and its condition ascertained those that are short of stores must be fed backward colonies must be quickened to a sense of their responsibilities clean hives must be substituted for the old winter soil dwellings queens that are past their prime will have to be dethroned and their places filled by younger and more vigorous successors but it is all typically women's work you have an old acquaintance with the lordly bee-master and his ways now come and see how a woman manages we passed over to the singing lady in the veil and from a safe distance watched her at her work each frame as it was raised out of the seething abyss of the hive was turned upside down and carefully examined a little vortex of bees swung round her head shrilling vindictively those on the uplifted comb frames hustled to and fro like frightened sheep or crammed themselves head foremost into the empty cells out of reach of the disturbing light that is a queenless stock said the bee mistress it is going to be united with another colony where there is a young high metal ruler in want of subjects we watched the bee gardener as she went to one of the neighbouring hives subdued and opened it drew out all the brood combs and brought them over in a carrying rack with the bees clustering in thousands all about them then a scent diffuser was brought into play and the fragrance of lavender water came over to us as the combs of both hives were quickly sprayed with the perfume then lowered into the hive a frame from each stock alternately it was the old time honoured plan for uniting bee colonies by impregnating them with the same odour and so inducing the bees to live together peaceably where otherwise a deadly war might ensue 
but the whole operation was carried through with a neat celerity and light dexterous handling i had never seen equalled by any man that girl said the bee mistress as we moved away came to me out of a london office a year ago anemic pale as the paper she typed on all day for a living now she is well and strong and almost as brown as the bees she works among so willingly all my girls here have come to me from time to time in the same way out of the towns forsaking indoor employment that was surely stunting all growth of mind and body and there are thousands who would do the same tomorrow if only the chance could be given them we stopped in the centre of the old orchard overhead the swelling fruit buds glistened against the blue sky merry thrush music rang out far and near sun and shadow the song of the bees laughing voices a snatch of an old sussex shanty the perfume of violet beds and nodding gillyflowers all came over to us through the lichen tree stems in a flood of delicious colour and scent and sound the bee mistress turned to me triumphantly would any sane woman she asked stop in the din and dirt of a smoky city if she could come and work in a place like this bee-keeping for women do you not see what a chance it opens up to poor toiling folk pining for fresh air and sunshine especially to the office girl class girls often of birth and refinement just that kind of poor gentlewoman whose breeding and social station render them most difficult of all to help and here is work for them clean intellectual profitable work that will keep them all day long in the open air a healthy happy country life humanly within the reach of all what is wanted continued the bee mistress as we went slowly down the broad main way of the honey farm is for some great lady rich in business ideas as well as in pocket to take up the whole scheme and to start a network of small bee gardens for women over the whole land very large bee farms are a mistake i think except in the most favourable districts bees work only within a radius of two or three miles at most so that the number of hives that can be kept profitably in a given area has its definite limits but there is still plenty of room everywhere for bee farms of moderate size conducted on the right principles and there is no reason at all why they should not work together on the cooperative plan sending all their produce to some convenient centre in each district to be prepared and marketed for the common good but the whole outcome she went on of a scheme like this depends on the business qualities imported into it here in the heart of the sussex weald we labour together in the midst of almost ideal surroundings but we never lose sight of the plain commercial aspect of the thing we study all the latest writings on our subject experiment with all novelties 
and keep ourselves well abreast of the times in every way our system is to make each hive show a clear definite profit the annual income is not and can never be a very large one but we fare quite simply and have sufficient for our needs in any case however we have proved here that a few women renting a small house and garden out in the country can live together comfortably on the proceeds from their bees and there is no reason in the world why the idea should not be carried out by others with equal success we had made the round of the whole busy murmuring enclosure and had come again to the little door in the wall passing through and out once more into the world of merely masculine endeavour the bee mistress gave me a final word you may think said she that what i advocate though successful in our own single instance might prove impracticable on a widely extended scale well do you know that last year close upon three hundred and fifty tons of honey were imported into great britain from foreign sources being just before the war just because our home apiculturists were unable to cope with the national demand and this being so is it too much to think that if women would only band themselves together and take up beekeeping systematically as we have done all or most of that honey could be produced of infinitely better quality here on our own british soil End of chapter four